Welcome to the Newbie Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Patrick, and I'm here to show you the ABCs of exercise and nutrition so you don't have to go in circles trying to figure it out by yourself ever again. Welcome back to the Newbie Gains Podcast. We're on episode 23, and this podcast episode is called Kill Binge Eating Forever. Now, a lot of you guys suffer in silence. What does that mean? Well, you don't tell anyone that you have this some might call it a disorder, some might call it mindlessness eating, some might call it a bad habit. How extreme you want to go, depending, it all depends on how much you hide it. I think when you hide things, it gets worse because when you hide things, it has a lot to do with shame and, you know, shame can can be big and you can create a bigger, bigger hole. So this episode is to help you guys break that cycle, get to understand your snacking ways, get to understand your unhealthy habits and get to understand what we can do to identify triggers so we can snap out of that and break the pattern. Okay. We're about breaking patterns. So firstly, guys, we need to find out what binge eating is. Okay. What is this? Okay. I think it starts off with, you know, just being not mindful and snacking when you're not feeling too great. And then one snack could lead into two snacks, could lead into just not even being conscious when you're eating. You're just eating because you're just fulfilling something that might feel a bit empty. Maybe you're just really hungry. Maybe you're not even listening to your hunger cues. Maybe you're bored. Maybe you're stressed. Maybe you're hiding away from a situation in your life. So you use food to mask it whatever it may be. Whatever it is, I think it's an opportunity for you to discover what it is because I want to address it. I want to put it in front of you. I want you to look at it and be like, it's okay. We've all been through this before. I have been through that before. Now, my situation could be a little bit different, but it doesn't separate the fact that I did do some binge eating before. Um, So I did an experiment, which was eat 2,000 calories worth of Krispy Kreme donuts and then burn 2,000 calories in the same day on YouTube. You can go check it out on my YouTube channel. And after eating 2000 calories worth of Krispy Kreme donuts, I realized I went from 20 grams of sugar a day to 300 grams of sugar in one day. So I had one, I had more sugar in one day than, than I've had in three weeks. So what that did to my body and my sugar levels, my glucose levels and my cortisol kind of messed things up a bit. I started binge eating a lot, like for a few days. And I started feeling all these emotions like why can't i control how i feel about food which is a scary feeling and that wasn't a feeling by choice that was a feeling by well my body couldn't even recognize like what it was doing like my brain was like this is bad for me why do i keep eating because <laughs> i couldn't stop it um, over time i learned that well this is how a lot of people feel this is why a lot of the People in, that live in America, Canada, Australia, Western world country, first world country that has really easy access to fast food, I can see why people are overweight. So mine was an experiment and I realized this could be a problem for people that are not experimenting but actually deal with trauma. Maybe it could be like past trauma that you're hiding. Maybe it could be stress, negative emotions that you constantly feel that you don't address, you hide it, you don't journal about it, you don't write out your gratitudes, um, you don't do any positive thinking, you don't intentionally increase your awareness of personal development. None of this is like even a thing to you. You just go through life and you you do your nine to five, you go home, you hang out with friends and you repeat that every day. Well, if you're listening to me and you're listening to the Dream Team Academy and you're one of my students here, you realize that's not what we do. We are separating ourselves from the norm. We're outside our comfort zone. We're breaking the cycle of what 
average living is? What is life when you have your health at optimal levels? What is life when you're fit and strong? What is life when you can go through life stresses and adversity because you do that in the gym and you practice discipline? I mean, now you have a different lens that you're looking out of, okay? So getting back to point, what are some common triggers that you notice with binge eating? So anyone that's listening to this who is dealing with a bad habit that that wants to kick it, firstly, you have to bring it to the forefront. You got to build awareness. You have a healthy, unhealthy habit. Let's just put it down on a piece of paper and just address it for what it is. Now that we know that you have this unhealthy habit, whether it be 10 o'clock at night, whether it be at your lunch break, a smoko break, whatever it may is, it's there. What emotions come up for you? Are you bored? Are you stressed? Are you not thinking? Are you angry? Are you sad? What's the emotion that comes up for you? Do you feel resentment? Do you feel regret? Do you feel unloved? What are the emotions that come up for you? Because we all need to put our mature adult hats on and start auditing our emotions. And it requires a level level of uncomfortability, you know, not everyone gets to be so self-aware. It's kind of scary when you start addressing some emotions that come up for you. I mean, there's the other way you can drink your problems away. You can scroll social media and you can use form of escapism, but it comes back and you're not going to be happy because you're not seeing progress and you quit. So let's find out what we need to do about it. I believe once we discover that we have this bad habit and we discover what emotion comes up, what can we do to start turning the tide? What can we do to start steering the ship? How do we get away from this path that feels so destructive, but so strong? It's like you can't get out of it. So being mindful is one of the things that you should do. You know, what I realized yesterday when I was on a four-hour hike with lots of people, I was out in nature even though there was no trees, but I was out, you know, dirt, ground, floor, grass, sky, but no trees because we're in, we're in a desert in Dubai. But during this four-hour hike, I had to process a lot of things that have happened in my week and I get to spend a lot of time with myself, even though there's a lot of people there. We're not talking all the time, but I, I notice a few things and this is a time I can be mindful. I'm away from technology. There's no internet that's not working. I don't get to scroll social media. I don't get to worry about content. I don't worry about clients. I just, it's me and my own thoughts. And I have to be mindful of what's happening in my brain when I'm walking on this four-hour hike. It forces me into this. I can't get away from my thoughts. I can't just pull my phone out and just pretend my thoughts aren't there. It's definitely there. When do you spend time with yourself and get to have a chance to be mindful? Walking out in nature is a beautiful thing. I know one of my students, Danielle, um, she did her, oh no, Anna High, she did her check-in just recently. And the reason why she's so happy and the reason why she keeps losing body fat is because she, her cortisol is pretty low because she's always walking out in nature every morning, even though it's cold. I think she lives in Canada, somewhere in over there because it's fall right now. And uh, she walks every morning before it gets too cold and, She's in good spirits. So I know people that see results are the ones that practice these rituals, these routines, right? It does have a level of mindfulness that is attached to it. Cool. So that's a little practice that you can put in your life. You know, for some, some of you guys who can't get out of the house for whatever reason, you can buy an indoor treadmill. I used to have an indoor treadmill a few months ago when I was in Dubai, but in summer, you know, before I left to Canada recently, and it was like 50 degrees outside. So I bought an indoor inside treadmill 
to walk because I wanted to get my movement in. Okay, There's plenty of ways you can still be mindful without having to go outside if it's too cold, too hot, too dangerous, whatever it may be. So being mindful. Another thing you can do is have some self-compassion. Um, there's a student of mine, I won't mention her name, but uh, we're dealing with this specific issue right now. And uh, she's someone that's not like overweight, you know, it's not like she needs to lose weight, but she does binge eat. And she shared me with me like eight days ago. It's like, Pat, um, I'll be honest, like I have this binge eating issue and I may, I've thrown up four times this week. And I said, okay, what comes up for you? She's like, I feel a lot of guilt. Um, I do this often. I'm not sure. She, she genuinely has no idea. She's, it's just, it's helplessness really. So I said to her, one thing we need to identify is what, what comes up for you when this happens, you know, just think about it. So that was a little bit of a homework for her. She came back, she told me. And then I said to her, we need to reframe what you think about food because food is good for you. Okay. So we didn't discover the core root of the issue. I think everyone in this academy has the opportunity to to discover the core root of the issue whether it be like i know when you're a child your parents told you to eat if you don't eat like like when i grew up my parents like if you don't eat like you're not gonna have pocket money like it was pretty pretty weird because like they forced me to eat vegetables when i didn't want to and i would i would like go really far out of my way to throw up the food because i didn't really really didn't want the vegetables because i felt like i was being forced to eat it It it's weird i had a weird relationship with vegetables growing up and now I understand and I have education around food. I'm like, oh, cool. This is good for me. And I know why. It's not like it's good for me because someone's telling me to. I understand the science behind it. So I was talking to her about looking at food like an opportunity as fuel. And on an outside perspective, that sounds, you know, makes sense, right? But you actually have to intentionally think about it. When you're eating food, it's like, this is good for me. And she wasn't eating like healthy food. Sometimes she would eat off meals, but she would feel bad for it. Negative emotions plus unhealthy food plus shame equals a bad cycle. Okay, so I told her, look, have the unhealthy food. When you talk to yourself while you're eating, just tell yourself it's okay. Just say it's okay. Like you can't be afraid of what you're doing. It's right there. And although she's practicing this strategy, she's still dealing with the emotions, but she's practicing it. And any bad habit doesn't turn around just like that. You're going to weed out some bad thinking patterns before it to turn so every day we're making progress, okay? Because she's starting to positively think when she's eating snacks, when she's going into a binge eating episode, she's starting to think positively. And that is going to shift a lot, all right? We're still in the process, okay? This is exactly where she needs to be. And a lot of you guys can do the same thing. When you're out with friends, you have pizza. It's not the pizza. How many slices do you have? Oh, I had two slices. Well done. High five. You only had two. You could. You, last time you had two whole pizzas by yourself. You know, we see progress, we see progress. Another thing you can do is have a support system. Now, guys, I've been through a lot of communities. I've been in a lot of communities. I've had and held and created a lot of communities. The Dream Team Academy is not just Coach Bat. It's an extension of everyone. You got Sarah, you got Megan, you got Jody, you got Carl, you got Heather, you got Dominica. You got a plethora of leaders in this academy that can show you exactly how to live a healthy, strong, meaningful, positive, best version of you lifestyle. But the only way we're going to be able to support you and encourage you to be your best is for you to show up in your true authentic self, which is sometimes sharing that you're not perfect. So if you go and post in the Dream Team Academy Facebook group and you're like, hey guys, I'm not perfect. This is who I am. This is how we connect. Pain is our lever. Pain is not a shame. Pain is our lever. So if you're going through some shit, you know, just be like, hey, I need help. I'd be surprised if you didn't need help and it was your first two weeks here. 
I'd be surprised if you were six months in, you never asked for help and you're struggling in silence. You know, I had a few people want to cancel this week. They're like, oh, I'm not feeling it, you know. And I haven't spoken to them in such a long time. They're just out of nowhere. We haven't lost the 10 kilograms. Right? And they're like, I want to, I don't know if this is for me. I'm like, what isn't for you? Like being healthy isn't for you? And then we discovered all the stuff that they, you know, decide to hold on like a badge of honor. Like I'm too, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses. Good, good. Let's address that. Making excuses and showing up for yourself through your authenticity are two different things. Making excuses and not even trying. Trying and not feeling like it and not sharing that you're going through struggles is not okay. Not okay to suffer in silence. You, know, you go down a cave and sometimes you can't get out of the cave. All you see is pitch black. There's no light. It's too late. Okay? So if you're walking towards a cave, don't don't think it's cool to walk by yourself. Like grab a friend, grab a coach. You got plenty of coaches and leaders here. Ask for support. All right. We are the light. We're a lighthouse. We're experts. We we know how to do this. All right, so we got mindfulness and support is going to help you with your binge eating habits and your bad habits and your unhealthy habits. Last but not least, let's talk about lifestyle and nutrition. To get rid of bad habits in terms of eating food, we need balanced meals. We need structured meals and we need time cadence. If you're in a routine right now where it has no structure of when you eat, unless you're a nurse, unless you work shift work, I mean, I think it'd be very important for you to discuss with yourself, what time should I eat? You know, if you work nine to five, you guys are very lucky. I worked with a lot of teachers when I had a gym and I got to experience firsthand what structure looked like and what structure didn't look like. Teachers work nine to five in Australia or eight to four in Australia. And then they have three, two week breaks in the year. In America, Canada, I know you have this one massive summer holiday. In Australia, we don't have that. We don't have that. We basically have three two-week holidays and maybe a one-month holiday. When they were training with me, when they had their work, they had so much structure, losing weight, getting fit, feeling stronger, eating right, meal one, two, three, four, same times because of work. They have two breaks at school break and they're good. As soon as school holidays come around, it's like it's a whole different person. Hey, Anna, where are you? You missed your gym session. Oh, I slept in. What? You, mean, you never sleep in. He's like, I oh, know, school holidays. I'm like, what's going on? Like, you were so good. And then I realized, well, no one is stronger than human habits. I mean, if we don't have structure, we don't intentionally create our day. We just become a survival mechanism. We just eat, sleep, poo, pee. <laughs> it's not It's not very sexy, is it? So you've got to live intentionally, especially if you don't have work. You know, people, they get left off on their jobs, you know, sometimes in the workplace, depending what industry you're in, they have to cut pay. And unfortunately, a lot of people get made redundant in less than a few hours. And a week later, they put on five kilograms because they just taken up 50 hours worth of productivity away. And they're like, I don't know how to navigate. So if you're one of those people, it's up to you because no one's coming to save your structure. No one's coming to save to set up your day. You're not a child. So what you need to do is open up Google Calendar, whatever scheduling platform you have, and you just say meal one, meal two, meal three, meal four. These are the times I eat. And then over time, you don't really have to put it in. It's just, just something that you do. That's why training is so important because I usually have my calories around my training times because that's when I'm most hungry. And I love working. I love talking to people. So I do not want to spend all this time eating. So I want to have all my eating around my training. That's why I like training five times a week. I train seven times a week, but the other two days I'm walking. Okay, it's my recovery days. You too, okay? More structure with meals, less time for snacking. For example, if you're snacking at 10 o'clock at night, have dinner at nine. Have a whole plethora of fruits and vegetables during dinner. 
You're not going to snack an hour later. You're too full. Okay, there's a strategy there. Another thing you can do with your nutrition is this. Mindfully eat your food. Get your plate, get your fork, get your knife. Turn off all entertainment purposes. If you're with a friend, sure, enjoy the conversation. Be present with whoever you're eating, with family. Be present with your food. Look at your meals. Taste your meal. Bite your meal. Chew your meal. Take your time swallowing your meal. Let the food come down your intestine slowly into the stomach and enjoy every process, okay? Some of you guys just eat, 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 and just not even consciously know what you're putting into your your mouth. And then you realize, I'm still hungry. You're not hungry. You're just eating way too fast. Okay, that used to be me. Yeah? That used to be me. So savor each bite. Listen to your hunger levels. Are you hungry or are you thirsty? Put down your fork. Drink some water. Let it sit. Wait another minute. Ooh, you might be full, okay? And I'm talking to you guys who are trying to lose weight, who are in a calorie deficit, that eat way too much. I'm talking to you guys. I'm not talking to the people who are trying to bulk and get stronger. You guys, if you're full, continue eating. (laughs) Okay? It's a little bit different. Continue eating if you're full because you are trying to break through a plateau. All right? So that is how you're going to break the cycle of mindlessness eating. Boom. Okay, another thing you can do is increase your physical activity. It's the smartest thing you can do. Because when you increase your physical activity, and if even, maybe switch it up, do an outdoor activity. I know for me, doing that four-hour hike yesterday was freaking amazing and beautiful and good for my soul. I come on a Monday, nine hours sleep last night, and I'm feeling refreshed. It's like 4.30 p.m. I could run through a wall. I feel amazing. I got high confidence. I have, ah, I feel like I can touch gold right now. I was out in the sun for four hours yesterday. I'm usually inside the house all the freaking time. Indoors, indoors, indoors. But it's winter here, which means it's 40 degrees. And that's doable, okay? It's not 50. So get some sunlight. And if you're in a country or city right now where it's winter or fall, if you can't get some sunlight, enjoy the nature. Get some vitamin D. Tablets, vitamin D tablets if you need. You know, you could do an ice bath. That, that helps. You can do a sauna session. That'll help. You can get into something like yoga. You can do something like meditation. All of these things, happy hormone stuff, all right? You don't need the dopamine. You don't need the gossiping. You don't need the scrolling through social media, checking your likes, or you don't need those drama TV shows that make you feel like shit afterwards, that make you contemplate your own relationship. You don't want any of that You want all the things that ground you, make you peaceful and calm and happy because this leads to better healthy habits. So let's let's recap from the start. Binge eating is a form of unhealthy habits extended over time without being addressed. It can come from trauma, come from stress, it can come from negative emotions. What we need to do to break this cycle is to develop some mindfulness, some self-compassion. Once we identify the emotional triggers, we can start practicing Things like savoring your food, enjoying each bite. We can talk about sharing with the Dream Team Academy that you're struggling and you need some food options, seeking support, being around a positive environment, not being shameful about this issue that you have. It's not cool to wear it as a badge of honor and say, hey, this is my problem, no one else's. That is a bad, bad, bad move, okay? And last but not least, you can do some yoga or meditation to help you Stay calm, happy, peaceful. And usually these emotions are some of the highest forms, emotions of a man or a woman can have. Things like love, peacefulness, abundance, happiness, joy. These are like the best forms of emotion. And you can only get that with intentionally practicing 
certain rituals that get you there. Okay. The bad emotions like negativity, anger, frustration, resentfulness, regretfulness. These are bad emotions usually coming from other forms of behavior. You just got to switch the habit. Okay. Guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you're part of the Dream Team Academy, make sure you hashtag I'm here so I know you're learning. And we got seven days left for the end of the month. So you can go to the running to win some $150 cash to give to some loved ones for Christmas. And remember, we have the next level challenge starting on the 13th of November. We've got nine spots available. I know a lot of you guys are applying right now. I'm getting back to you as fast as I can. This is an eight-week challenge. We've never done an eight-week challenge in this whole entire year. You're going to get macros adjusted. You're going to get fortnightly check-ins. You're going to get fortnightly Zoom calls with myself. So we'll be face-to-face talking to each other so I can get to know you on a deeper level so I can rip out the next best version of you and say, hey, this is who you're meant to be. This is here we're going. Let's go kick some ass and let's move into 2024 freaking beast. Guys, that is all. Hope you have the best day ever. It's Monday. Set up your week. Set up strong. I'm out. Peace. All right. Dream Team Academy. Let's see who's here. Tamira, for me, it's sad or overthinking. Yeah, these are the emotions. You know, these are real emotions. Being sad is an emotion. And one of Newton's laws is you can't destroy an emotion. You can only transfer the emotion. Okay, so sadness could lead into all right, I'm going to reflect and reflect. Reflection plus a lesson, lesson equals progress. So if I'm feeling sad, I will walk. I will walk and discover why am I sad? I'm sad because I didn't call that person and tell that person how much I appreciated it. I make the phone call. I appreciate her. I feel better. Okay. That's, that's just, and over time I get better at it and I feel good. Being sad is not a bad thing. It's staying sad is a bad thing. Okay. Can't be staying sad all the time. Can't be that girl. You know, you get to be around some happy people. Being around some happy people is a quick way to not be sad anymore. Eating while I'm full is my everyday life. Yes, Lan, you're bulking. You're getting stronger and that's that's the vibe right now. Husseina, I see you. I did your check-in. I think you're doing quite amazing dis- despite the the shoulder injuries that you currently have right now. But we're pushing through and I'm proud of you. you know, I'm proud of you. You're in a role. You're in a... You're in a domino right now, which means like you've lost so much weight and you're so used to seeing wins for like nine months straight that now your body's like kind of like saying, hey, we need to like pull back to move forward. And your body is a great representation of like exactly where you are. So you're good. What up, Mel? I haven't done your check-in yet, but I will get to that. Um, For sure right now, it's been grief. Going into the holiday season is tough for me. Miss my dad. Yep. You know, a lot of my staff members, um, they're very close to their family. And every time I get them to share wins when we do a meeting, they're like, yeah, just spend time with family, spend time with family. I miss my family too, you know. I definitely miss my mom. It was her birthday, 62 birthday. She put up on her Instagram stories. Um, and my whole family was there celebrating. And I'm in the middle of a desert right now, so I definitely miss her too. But I, I booked my flight to Mexico at the end of the year. I'm going to go see my cousin. He's getting married to a beautiful, beautiful woman. So I can't wait to be around some family again. Cool. Well, that's it, guys. Adios. Let's keep kicking ass. It's not about how we start. It's about how we finish. And the year's not finished. Let's keep going. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Newbie Games podcast. And hopefully you got some inspiration. If you did and you want to learn more on how me and my team can help you start getting fat loss results, DM me transform on IG and I'll send you more details.